0: I was happier in the past than I am now. Looking back at my beliefs now and my beliefs then, I don't think they changed that much. Why do I feel differently now? So over the course of time, change can certainly happen. Now, whether our beliefs change or not, they certainly can change and sometimes they don't change. I think that can go either way. But if you think they've remained the same, it probably is good reflecting on that and and just making sure of that, because uh, they may have changed, but you mightn't have noticed them changing. So that is one possibility. So it's not necessarily the case that we have a, a perfect audit trail of all our belief systems through the past right up to this moment that we can compare and contrast. But at least roughly, approximately, what you can do is you can stop and Maybe connect with a moment in the past as an anchor point. You can think back to a time in your life and just question maybe what some of your driving motivators were and some of your belief systems and just kind of notice those at that benchmark in time. And then do the same thing with today and maybe notice what's particularly guiding you today. What are the main assumptions that are operating either in the foreground or the background of your life? That you're using to make the decisions that you make in a day-to-day sense and it's interesting to, to compare the two what are the differences between them there may not be many differences or there might be very significant differences that we have in truth many belief systems so probably there are different areas of our life where we may see more difference and others that we may seem less it's probably unlikely that there isn't some change but even change can mean our belief systems becoming more ingrained. So in a sense, that's not a change because we still have the same beliefs, but we might hold them with more intensity or with a certain vigor than we did in the past, or or less. It could go either way. So if we feel that shift in happiness, it is worth probably checking in on that, just noticing how the belief systems have changed uh, over time, whether they have, and whether it's in the right direction or not, that's important. But the other consideration is, even if our beliefs haven't changed, or if they haven't changed substantially, other things may have changed. And this isn't static, and this is why we have to be careful about uh, what you could call over-cognitivizing our well-being. Now, cognitive work is great. Uh, the, the, the old way of doing things was leaning towards the behavioral where you looked more at the externals, you looked more at, at uh, stimuli, uh, and less at the belief systems that we have around the things that we experience. So there was value to that approach. However, um, practitioners and researchers realised that we'll hold in a moment. We do have this rich mental world and it would be a shame to only look at prodding people from the outside and then observing their external behavior. It'd be a shame to miss out on some of the the rich internal world. Now, it's hard to deal with. It's hard to categorize and measure, but it's still probably important to do that. However, we want to be careful we don't go too far the other way and overly cognitivize, which basically means we think it's only belief systems that matter. You know, If I have a certain concept of myself or my life, I'm good, and the externals don't matter. The externals do matter. And this is why, you know, if you think of cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, for example, that's why it's got the words cognitive and behavioral in there, because we're looking at the external aspects of our behavior, uh, looking at the cognitive, and hopefully as much as possible, we're looking at the environment that we're in as well. Sometimes the model that's used in research psychology is biopsychosocial. So the biological, the psychological, and then the social world that we're in but we could you know, probably talk about the environment there as well. Things like daylight levels absolutely matter. Things like uh, ergonomics even matter. You know, If you're working all day in a very uncomfortable environment, regardless of your belief systems and regardless of your behavior in the sense of that you're trying to sit up still, regardless of your social supports, you know, there's going to be an issue there simply because you're sitting on a damn uncomfortable chair over the course of hours. And if you're doing that each day, that's going to cause problems. So there's a few areas to look at and to consider. So from the point of view of happiness changing over time, that is something to consider here because it, it could be that your belief systems have, change, have stayed the same, but what has changed is your environment or the social environment you're in or the, the places you are or the work you're doing, et cetera even though your belief systems have remained the same. And it is interesting how, you know, what we think is sometimes a perspective from the past that is constant. It's interesting how, when we look back on it, how maybe it isn't what we thought it was. I had a recent example of this, that um, I was walking down by the beach and I seen kind of... uh, you know kind of an earthen kind of mound you could call it kind of a cliffside but it was very small it wasn't that tall you just you could climb up but if you wanted to and I, I just had a memory of when i was a kid and remembering my father climbing what appeared to be a cliff <laughs> so i was standing then there i was watching him climbing up the cliff It was big, it was a massive kind of Mount Everest type uh, experience. And then I remember him climbing up to the top, but I remember us walking around. There was obviously a walkway up and then meeting up up at the top. Now, retrospectively, when I was walking down the beach and I saw the earthen mound, it was a different location, but it occurred to me that, you know what, that probably wasn't that tall. It's because I was small and it looked big proportionately. And so I kind of encoded that in that moment as, wow, look at the scale of that. That's amazing. But of course, now my body has changed. I'm a bit taller and things proportionately seem a bit smaller. So I could hold on to that. And there are many beliefs like that that we form as to what our abilities are, what we can or can't do. And I could carry that forward into later life. But I'm just in a different moment now body change, environments might change, circumstances change, and so on. So these are the kinds of things that we uh, need to watch out for. The other thing I was thinking as well while reading this question is that regardless of belief systems not being just the only game in town, we need to consider all these other variables. Timeline really matters here too, and you could probably think of this in terms of narrative, like in, in storytelling. If something happens, you see this in many films, examples like Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction, where they show bits of the end of the film at the beginning and they they kind of mix it up a bit. So many other films do that. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Memento would be another really interesting example of this where you're trying to piece things together. So lots of films play with that. But it really matters what part in the film you put a particular scene. There can really be a difference there. So if you have, for example, a belief system that I'm going to get there one day, just to name a belief system, and you really believe in that, that might work very well in the first 10 years of your life. It might work quite well in the, the second decade of your life. It might work okay in your 20s. In your 30s, you might start to feel a bit of pressure. In your 40s, 50s, 60s, that same belief system mightn't fit as well because you're at a different stage in life. And, you know, your mind might argue, well, why aren't you there yet, wherever there is? So maybe you never needed to be there and you were being unfairly putting pressure on yourself to be an astronaut or a rock star or something, which was never really needed for your satisfaction. So sometimes we need to give up on those types of beliefs. Other times what we need to do is act on them and get going. And it doesn't necessarily need to be the case that we fill a stadium full of people maybe we just need to get started making music if that's our thing or if we have an interest in space you don't need to be an astronaut you can get the telescope out and start enjoying space you can do that immediately so sometimes we need to act more sometimes we need to scale down the particular goals or expectations but as you can see it definitely is possible for our feelings of wellness to shift over time Regardless of whether our belief systems change or don't change, because there are so many other variables in there as part of the mix. So, as a pure practical action point, I wouldn't worry too much about whether belief systems have or haven't changed over time. More the question is who are you today? How are you today? Are your belief systems fit for purpose? If so, great, carry on. If not, change them, work with them, develop them. Belief systems really are only software that runs. And, you know, sometimes you will have a bit of old software, which doesn't really need updating. It just does the job perfectly fine. But other times it won't be compatible and it will need some updating. So it's more about this moment right here and right now and making sure that things are optimized for how you want your life to be. And the happiness then is really the thing that, if it's possible to achieve, it's something that emerges from the other things you're doing. Chasing happiness usually isn't a terribly good idea because it is something more emergent. It's more like health. You know, if you try and be healthy and you put a lot of effort into it, that that's not actually possible. You can't just choose to be healthy, but what you can do is choose to eat well, choose to be active, choose to have good social connection with other people do interesting things expand your mind etc and guess what all of that tends to lead to you being healthy and something along the lines of happiness tends to emerge which is a much more effective strategy usually than trying too hard to chase it if you found this valuable do like subscribe and share and what's your experience do you have any questions or topic suggestions you can contribute in the comments on social media using hashtag bodymindself or on jfl.com.